0: Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando,
1: and I'm Emily C. Brigins,
0: and this is TBD
1: with Matt and Emily. <laughs>
0: we're both here, and uh, we are ready to podcast.
1: <laughs> I just want to say, when you say we're both here, it sounds like we're in the same place, but uh, we're both at our respective hears.
0: Here is in present.
1: He, okay, like
0: we're, we're both present.
1: Matt, are you here? Present. Yeah. present.
0: Mark me as present, teacher.
1: If someone, okay, I have. I'm, some... not, I'm not tardy. If... I have a few things to ask you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If a teacher said, like, did roll, roll call, did attendance, and they said Matt, would you say here or present? Yo. Really?
0: <laughs> no. Would I say here? I would say probably say here. Oh, here. Thank God. Here. Present? No. Present would. Be... That's too much. I'm just, I'm trying to I'm trying to trying to see what I would do, but yes, I think I would say here.
1: I would say here too.
0: Um,
1: um, also, I don't know if I've told you this, but when I un well, I have reorganized my bookshelf so it's in alphabetical order now. But prior to that, I had these like name plates that you could put inside of books that so said like this book belongs to blank. Uh huh. Um, and I put them i didn't have enough to fit in every single one of my books but i did put them in all of the books i could in varying combinations of e of emily claire riggins so like ec riggins ecr e riggins emily claire riggins and when i said that i was Emily c riggins it made me think of that
0: Mm. Made you think of your book organizing yeah Mm -hmm. um my books are not organized uh i don't think at any um some of my comic things are all together my my graphic novels are all bunched together (laughs) i also have a series i like you know when they sell books that are just like um, it's like the encyclopedia of uh like something random (laughs) like Mm -hmm. the harry potter encyclopedia or whatever it's like it's not a harry potter book it's just uh some like fan loving some, some like fan service style encyclopedia thing uh so i have a bunch of things like that none of them happen to be harry potter but i have a few of those and those all sit next to each other and uh those are that's kind of a dumb thing i own a few of
1: <laughs> well i just to tell little listeners i couldn't quite figure out how to do a rainbow shelf and you know so many people have it not showing me his legend of zelda um encyclopedia <laughs> um i'm ganondorf that's who I am, right? Ganon, Ganondorf, what's his name?
0: Uh both his name is both Ganon and Ganondorf depending on his form.
1: Okay, well that's me. Um it was settled I don't remember cuz I seek power apparently. <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> you're not cur- you're not courage or wisdom.
1: <laughs> no, certainly not. Um I so my my organization is by alphabetical order except all my nonfiction books are separated and my nonfiction books are separated pretty much by topic. So there's crime books, there's history books, there's queen books, there's, there's another category. I can't, quite. oh, there's like more memoir things, memoiry things. memoiry. y
0: yeah. uh, Isn't there, in like a library, isn't it like, um, if it's like, uh, if it's like fiction, it's organized by author Mm-hmm. Is that is that how that works? And then yeah. if it's nonfiction, it's by topic or whatever, or by title?
1: Yeah. It's the Dewey Decimal System.
0: Um, it's always a weird... I, I, I don't know. I've, <sighs> libraries are weird. <laughs> yeah. In, in that there's different ways to sort different things. Like, that seems... I mean, I, I get it on some ways, but other ways I'm like, it's so complicated. Maybe that's why people don't like libraries very much.
1: <laughs> I don't think they're that complicated, though. There's the fiction... And yes, you could sort them into types of fiction, but sometimes they do that anyways. Like, these are the crime books. These are the other books. But alphabetical order lets you find stuff. And then if you're searching for a nonfiction book, and you have all of the nonfiction books, you want to search by topic. I think it makes sense. Also, the best part about going to a bookstore or a library is to just look through the books.
0: Um... I listen, I don't. I'm not here to judge whether it's good or bad, but I, it is more complicated than maybe one would think. Just guessing how a a library is organized does that make sense? Like if you had just never walked into a library before, and, and you were like, "Hmm, okay, these are probably by," oh, look at these books; they're by alphabetical order. That must be how all the books are. And then, like, you go to some other place, and you're like, "Wait a minute; these are all out of order." Until you realize they're like by author name or whatever. <laughs>
1: i see i don't think so i think we're going to disagree on this i don't think i think if you organized everything in the entire library by alphabetical order it'd be impossible to find things i don't i'm
0: not arguing that it is a bad system i'm arguing that it is a complicated system
1: okay um matt what what podcast is this
0: oh well the listeners at home or wherever they are um i don't know (laughs) they're listening to tbd uh, that is spelled T E A B D, uh, which is a combination of the acronym for to be determined, which is TBD, and the popular, the worldwide most popular beverage. I think second best next to water, maybe uh, tea. T E A, a hot leaf water <laughs> beverage, um, and basically we just we just mash those two things together uh and then we made a podcast about it
1: yeah 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 matt and i are both drinking tea right now
0: uh i have not had my tea yet actually to 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 be honest tbh on tbd um oh tbh man that would have been a okay name for a podcast too
1: focus focus we can turn it into a topic t- later t-
0: tbh t spelled out
1: <laughs> do we need to add a new segment about hard-hitting truths called tbh
0: uh to be honest tbh um man i have to think harder about this i want to know exactly what this is useful for (laughs) i feel like it's useful somehow but i don't know how yet
1: (laughs) okay what's your tbh though
0: um tbh were we talking about how i have i haven't had any this tea yet is that what i was yeah
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i haven't had any my tea yet (laughs)
1: oh well tbh to you i have drank tea but not my podcast tea i've been drinking another tea until i went to the podcast tea
0: two teas at the same time yeah, yeah, yeah. Emily's a, Emily's a maniac.
1: <laughs> Should I talk about both of them? That'd be too wild. Um, oh, no. um, Bum. Um, you explain the podcast. We've chit-chatted I, a little bit. I kind, of ex-
0: I kind of explained the podcast.
1: <laughs> Either way, it is time for everyone's favorite segment. Here we tea, go. Tea, talk, tea, talk, tea, talk, <laughs> tea. Talk. We're talking tea today.
0: We sure are. Emily... Um, you said you had two teas, but well, only one of them is the podcast tea. Why don't you tell me and the listener what that tea is?
1: Well, the non-podcast tea is a mint green iced tea. Oh, but I don't even I'm even want now to hear about this tea. Putting it further away because I'm bringing in podcast tea. Um, and this tea isn't. It is its a green tea. It's tea leaf premium specialty tea, Mustang Green.
0: Mustang, like the car. Yeah
1: uh yeah um the ingredients are pearl organic green loose leaf tea um my tea- steeping instructions are one teaspoon tea per eight ounces of water steep for three minutes
0: um, um where did you get this tea
1: it was one of my sips by teas um and it was from my last box but I actually went to sipsby is it sipspy.com? stop by. bycom I did uh, find out more information about this tea because as the listeners will know I love a good copy um, please, this is, please um, indulge
0: us, indulge in the copy reading
1: <laughs> one sorry I have the hiccups apparently uh, this tea is from Nepal it has low caffeine um, and this is this is why I love this tea. When you smell and drink Mustang Green, you will feel the smooth, lingering mouthfeel of a tea grown organically at a high elevation with rich soil and fresh mountain air. This flavorful pearl green is the product of Matriumi Tea Estate, I'm so sorry, I definitely didn't pronounce that right, Nepal, and was processed by Tea Leaf's artisan tea maker with decades of tea craftsman experience.
0: Wow. Um, what does it taste like to you?
1: uh, It tastes like uh, rich soil and fresh mountain air. All
0: right. Please don't plagiarize a description from the internet. I need you uh, to do your homework and on your own and not steal anyone, not steal other people's homework. And in your own words, tell me what this tea tastes like.
1: Tastes like an earthy green tea.
0: Hmm. Um, now, is that the kind of green tea you like, earthy? Mm-hmm.
1: Not particularly.
0: Mm. Um, so, uh, are, are you liking this one?
1: It's okay. I'm going to okay. go, say, I'm going to say it's okay. Um, there's no other flavor other than the green tea. Um, mm.
0: so. A type, of, a type of tea that's not really your thing, Any, regardless.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, fun fact for the listeners, earlier today I had this tea, and I picked this tea for the podcast because I had just enough for one cup. And about halfway through that other cup of tea, I turned it into an iced tea, and I feel like I could do that with this tea. Wow. Um, and I asked to put two sugars in it earlier, and that made the whole experience better. Um, but yeah, it just it just tastes like green, earthy green tea. It tastes like rich soil.
0: <laughs> tastes like the soil?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, this, this tea tastes like dirt. Well, Emily, I'm going to ask you a very important question. Oh, already? Well, ready? If you not want it already, do you have more to say? No, it's fine. Um, is this tea, uh, the name of which I have no idea, but I'm now remembering on my own without any help that the name is Mustang Green... Uh, and, uh, is this, uh, cup of, is this tea? Oh God, I can't even say it. Is this Mustang green your cup of tea or not your cup of tea?
1: I'm going to ask you to say that all over again. I already did
0: it fine.
1: (laughs) Oh no, it was not fine, but I'll accept.
0: Eventually I said it fine.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Matt. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to fast forward. Rewind. I'm going to rewind. Like it's the beginning of satisfied in Hamilton. I'm going to rewind. um, and take you back to when I had this tea earlier today. I think I might've oversteeped it earlier today, but I took my first sip and I was like, I don't like this tea. I'm gonna have to drink the rest of this tea. And while this experience is better than that one sip, um, I I still, I would not go out of my way to drink this tea. I specifically picked it so I wouldn't have it anymore. You know, it makes me sad because I love Sips by and the majority of their teas are great. Um, But this one, I just, you know, it's not for me. If I have a green tea, I want it to be a little grassy. Or I want it to have a different flavor, um, and this is just one straight-up flavor. That is not uh, my favorite. Um, so I'm going to yeah. say it's not my cup of tea.
0: I mean, I would say uh, that that's fine, right? I mean, it's not Sip Spy's fault. It's just it's just not your cup of tea. Yeah. It's just, it just happens sometimes. Not everything's going to be your cup of tea, but doesn't make doesn't make it necessarily a bad tea either. It's just, yeah. not, it's just uh, not your tea.
1: I'm certain if someone else were to have this tea, they'd be like, this is a really good tea. I bet if Matt had this tea, he'd be like, I like this tea.
0: Mm-hmm. But I'm not I, Matt. I almost certainly would like this tea.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I don't have any left. Mm,
0: I'll have to go. Nah, I won't do anything.
1: <laughs> I do have tea I need to give you. But That's it's not true. this tea because I'm, I'm out of the leaves.
0: Bye-bye, leaves. No more. You're gone.
1: Um, it did get replaced with a white tea. I have seven teas that I drink at a time, not like at the same time, but my system is I have seven teas that are an option to be drank.
0: You're not doing a soda fountain suicide with teas and just mixing all seven flavors together?
1: No, mm -mm. Um, (laughs) and this tea was replaced by a white tea.
0: Wow, how about that? Um,
1: (gasps) I've told you about my tea.
0: Yes, it was not your cup of tea.
1: It was not my cup of tea. Um, However, you have your own cup of tea. And I would love mm. to hear a little bit about that cup of tea.
0: I do. Let me have a sip right now. I'm gonna pull this up to my Matt
1: mouth. Just had a very serious look on his face, and he's like, "I'm gonna take a sip of this tea." Mm. He um taking a sip, thinking about it, saying, "Mmm." Um, I mean, who's who knows how he feels about it?
0: Okay, my tea. Uh, is another one from the bag of <laughs> a Ziploc bag of teas we're trying to get rid of. Um. It is a tea. It is tea by the Yogi Tea Company. Y O G I. Uh, Emily's doing a yoga pose for me, and uh, was holding a mouthful of tea while she did it, and then finally swallowed it.
1: <laughs> That's how I do yoga. Okay.
0: Um, if you, if when I used to do hot yoga, uh, you'd have I'd have like a bottle of water there that I would occasionally dip into. <laughs> um, the flavor. How do, we, how do we describe these? The, the type of tea? I don't really know.
1: I'd say it's, yeah, it's the type.
0: Uh, it is their Egyptian licorice.
1: Ooh. Okay, tell me more.
0: It is uh, an herbal supplement, according to them. Caffeine free, warming, and naturally spicy sweet. Spicy, hyphen, sweet.
1: Interesting, interesting, interesting.
0: Um, it is, uh, has a little asterisk. Oh, yep, because this is weird so like a lot of times these yogi teas will say like uh you know stress reducing or something like that and then they have a little asterisk and it's then you turn around and it says um, these statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any diseases but this one just says warming and naturally spicy sweet that just that's not medical advice at all <laughs> uh, yeah but it's, it still has that little star
1: i was gonna ask what it's supposed to supplement
0: it I, I mean,
1: it's just a I, warming tea?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It just it gets you it gets your daily supplement of Egyptian licorice, I
1: guess. Okay, I would love to know besides Egyptian licorice, what is in this tea? <laughs> all
0: right. Just so you know, all of these words have the word organic or natural before them, but I'm not going to say that every time. Okay. Licorice root.
1: Or okay, organic.
0: <laughs> Cinnamon bark. Organic. Orange peel. Natural uh tangerine flavor
1: <laughs> organic ginger root natural
0: no actually there's the only natural one and then actually was the tangerine flavor oh,
1: i aimed right okay uh, what's the
0: last one? Uh, there's actually a few more things but cardamom oh. uh black pepper clove bud and cinnamon bark oil um let me read you the instructions on how to steep this tea
1: I would love to hear how to steep this tea.
0: Get the most out of every cup. Bring water to boiling and steep 7 minutes. For a stronger tea, use 2 tea bags. 7 minutes.
1: How many tea <laughs> bags did you use? I used 1. Is that what we had?
0: We had 2. I could have made 2. But, huh. get this. I thought this is this is my first this is my first um note about me making this tea. I made one for seven minutes, and then I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make two cups with one bag, and I'm gonna move them from one to the other, from one hot, hot mug to the other." The second one, like, barely steeped. It's like they are noticeably different sh- colors. Like, it, huh. the, the second one is a much lighter color. Interesting. Ooh, which I just had a sip of, and the lighter one is. Not not that good. <laughs> um, so one, one seven minutes deep is basically what you're getting out of these. If you wanted like a bigger mug, I would definitely say use two bags. I probably would say use two bags, but I'm using like, I'm using a standard coffee cup.
1: <laughs> it looks very standard. Um, okay. So what what do you taste when you taste this tea? All
0: right. What flavor is
1: coming out for you?
0: I'm tasting licorice. That's the most obvious one.
1: Is that good for you? Do you like licorice?
0: I do like Licorice. Uh, as, uh, uh, generally, yes, I'm a fan of licorice. I'm not a licorice hater like many people. Emily, are you a licorice hater or not?
1: Say I'm ambivalent.
0: Mm. Um, lots of people hate licorice though. I do not hate it. Um, it's very, it is very sweet. There's no, sh- I did not add any sugar, but it's very sweet. I guess it's the licorice. I also can taste the cinnamon in this pretty strong, um, which also, Although cinnamon, not sweet on its own, you know, pairs well with sweet things. Um, and is a number two ingredient. Um, I guess there's also... It's orange, ginger, tangerine. I guess I can, ta- I can taste a little orange. I don't know that I would have picked that out if I didn't read it on the ingredients list. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I know it's in here, I can taste it. It's very... It is like... It's not... It's not it's not really spicy um,
1: as it claims it is.
0: As it claims it's more it's way more sweet and kind of the kind of spicy it is is more of a of a cinnamon spicy, which I I know how some people I don't know, I don't consider cinnamon to be all that spicy. <laughs> um,
1: I agree. I also think I mean if you use enough cinnamon, it can taste a little I guess spicy. But even then, I wouldn't call it spicy. I just call it cinnamony.
0: Yeah, cinnamony.
1: Um, cinnamony.
0: Um, yeah, but uh, very a little orangey, very cinnamony, and and yes, very sweet. Like if you added sugar to this, it would taste disgusting. I think, <laughs> like it's that sweet.
1: Okay. Um, um, I guess is it time?
0: Uh, sure. If you have no more no more questions.
1: Um. Do you taste the other spices? Like, um... Was there nutmeg? Or did I just associate that with cinnamon?
0: You made that one up.
1: But there was (laughs) another one. Cardamom. Do you taste the cardamom?
0: Um... Maybe, kind of. Why? I don't know.
1: Um, well, Matt, would you say that this yogi tea, Egyptian licorice, warming herbal supplement is your cup of tea or... Not your cup of tea,
0: I would say this is kind of a weird tea because, um I think it's good. I do think it's good. I think it's like a tea i't like it's weird, like I don't know if I'd ever casually drink this tea <laughs> if that makes sense. like it's nice that I force myself to have it, and it's kind of a good experience. But it's one of those things where, like, I don't know if I would ever really be in the mood for this tea. Mm. Um, and again, not that like, I'm not even disliking it now. It's just like when I think to myself, I'm gonna go make some tea. This probably wouldn't be like anything I would ever grab first, you know? Okay.
1: <laughs> well, you have another uh, bag to drink, so
0: I do. I do have to make it again. But that, but that's to say, I don't. I don't dislike it. Um, it's just kind of, I don't know. I'd say it's like it's a good cup of tea, but maybe not, not my cup of tea. It's probably the it's probably probably the only time I've ever called something not my cup of tea, and I've liked it, <laughs> uh, which I've never thought of, but it, it, it's possible, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, just not for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I even yeah, I mean, I even like it. It just I don't know. I wouldn't like. I would never recommend that. I wouldn't recommend this to anyone unless they were like, hey, I like sweet licorice teas. Would you got any in mind? And um i would never buy it and i would never i don't know it's yeah it's weird
1: <laughs> but it's um, fine <laughs> so i yeah. think this takes me back to the fact that we have uh, different interpretations of cup of tea versus not your cup of tea because mm-hmm. um, you said you like this tea you just would never it's not still not your cup of tea which i think is fair but then there's oftentimes you're like eh, this tea is whatever it's my cup of tea when i i feel like i'm very strict i like if it has a nice flavor my cup of tea and if it's eh, it's not my cup of tea
0: well i mean i definitely i definitely think i'm reading this strangely or more strangely than i <laughs> normally rate my teas uh so i will grant you that i'm being a little a little odd today but you know what i'm feeling a little odd <laughs> uh and that's how i feel about this tea tea talk done
1: tea talk complete
0: wow there we go Uh, ready and next we've got emily and her magic uh instruments
1: checking in about pest topics matt is checking in with emily about pest topics
0: wow is the song over
1: yeah i guess
0: Sometimes I can't tell when... You make certain faces when things you're doing aren't over, so I had to... And you were kind of making the it isn't over face.
1: <laughs> I hadn't decided, but I couldn't think of what to do next.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go.
1: You're I get really hold- into my... I get into my songs, okay?
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. You were holding for more, and then you stopped anyways. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. Matt, um, this is the segment where we check in about past topics, and I have some things I want to say about my own past topics, but I got to touch base with you about the thing that matters most. <laughs> Ugh, I'm just stealing myself for disappointment. Matt, have you read any Harry Potter? <laughs> Harry
0: who? <laughs> um, no. Uh, I haven't. I don't know Ma- what's happening to time.
1: <laughs> I think i finished two books since we last recorded.
0: <laughs> um... I had I I feel like I didn't have a great week, and I remember what was the day? One of these days this week, I believe I listened to podcasts and played Animal Crossing for six hours straight because I wasn't feeling very good. Oh,
1: I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> and that's how I and that's how I coped. Are um, you feeling better now? I'm feeling different now. <laughs> I don't know. That's the answer. Um, I don't know. I just I needed I sort of needed a day to to. Uh, I needed a day to get back together.
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: Um, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta read more. I actually, am, I'm probably going to come back to this reading Harry Potter thing a little later in the podcast. So I don't need to talk about this anymore.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm absolutely fine with that. I do want to say that sometimes when I'm feeling sad or bad, like just vaguely not well, you'll sometimes fall into a good story is what you need. And maybe that story for you is your Animal Crossing village.
0: I think really what it was, was I just needed to not think about anything at all. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Which is hence the podcasts. So they can do all the thinking for me. I don't have to think. I'm listening to, I'm listening to podcasts. I probably listened to five podcasts in a row. I, if I'm remembering correctly, I listened to five full podcasts in a row. <laughs> and they did that. And then I was doing an Animal Crossing, what one might call terror, terraforming um where literally like just this whole time I was like digging up flowers and putting down pathways and moving furniture and stuff so like the literally like the most mindless thing you can do in Animal Crossing so I here th- therefore I'm checking back in on my topic of Animal Crossing and your topic of podcasts <laughs> and my topic of procrastinating wow this is a real check in um but yeah that's I sometimes it's just like I'm thinking too much and I needed to stop thinking and I needed to shut my brain off. <laughs> That's fair.
1: I've um, been there. Yeah. Um
0: so, that was me checking in. Now, Emily, you wanted to check in on some things.
1: Yeah. So, um I still have not watched the Big Lebowski, but I did say listeners give me two episodes. So, this is one. The next one I should have watched watched it. <laughs> but I want to go back to my last topic of shopping, and I have news for the listener. I went to a bookstore.
0: Wow. I wore a
1: mask. There were not that many people there. But I had um, done a socially distanced hangout with my friend Molly at Union Square. And as we were leaving, I was like, I wonder if I could go into the Strand. And then I went into the Strand. And I did my absurd book picking out process. And I walked out of there with four books. And I felt so powerful. Wow. Wow. I felt like me. For the first time in weeks, I felt like me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm glad you um, could be you for once.
1: <laughs> they've been added to my bookshelf in alphabetical order. I have not read any of them because I'm forcing myself to read a few more books that I already owned before I read these books. But ugh, am I excited? It was a good it. moment in my life.
0: Good. <laughs> I'm glad you could finally achieve one of your joys in life <laughs> that had been taken away, snatched away from you. I
1: love
0: uh, books. Yes.
1: Okay, that's what I wanted to check in about.
0: There we go. And we are checking out of the check-in. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> um so, um this is gonna be a little different episode than usual for our listeners out there. Um, because since the pandemic began, we'd really been doing um single top single large topics. Emily or I would alternate, which of us would have the big topic that week. Well, this week we, went, we decided to go with something a little different, and we might do this some more. I, I, don't, I don't really know what our deal with this is, but um, <laughs> we're going to do two small topics this week. Um, so I have a topic that we'll get to later. Emily does not know what that is. Uh, but first, Emily has a topic that I have no idea what it is. So Emily, could you now drop that topic on me and the listeners?
1: Um, so when you brought up this idea, I was like, this is great. I want to talk about the thing I've been wanting to talk about for a while, but I know I don't have that much to say about it. Um, but I want to talk about dresses and rompers, my favorite clothing to wear. Um, dresses and rompers are the most comfortable clothes that you can wear, even more than athleisure, even more than pajamas. Wow. A comfortable dress is more comfortable. No, yes, you can get an uncomfortable dress. I'm not here to- To discuss that. But they're also my favorite things to wear. Throughout the year, I wear dresses. Um, In the winter, I'll wear dresses with leggings to cover up my legs. Mm -hmm. In the summer, I usually wear shorts under my dress. But Mm -hmm. I'm still wearing a dress. Um, And I think... I just... I like them. Um, (laughs) Nat has seen me in many dresses.
0: Emily's wearing a romper right now.
1: Oh, yeah. We're going to get to rompers in a second. I have... I have a lot to say about rompers, but not oh, okay. a lot, a lot to say. Cause again, mm-hmm. this is a mini topic. Um, but so what's interesting about the fact that I love to wear dresses is that in high school and like my first couple years of college, I was like, I'm not a dress person. Dresses aren't for me. Wow. But I think it's cause I was really insecure and didn't want people to look at me. Um, mm. But now, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the most secure person in the world, but uh, I love a dress.
0: Wow, Emily Emily has become a flashy person. Who would have guessed?
1: (laughs) I'm super flashy. People talk about it, but um, I love dresses. Um, I like casual dresses. I like to wear them to work. I've been wearing them a lot around my apartment um, because I have so many cute clothes that I want to wear, but I can't really wear them out because we still really can't go out like crazy. So I've been trying to uh, cycle through some of my dresses that are comfy, cozy to wear around the apartment. Um and yeah, dresses are great. And dr- all dresses should have pockets. If a dress doesn't have pockets, it's the patriarchy at work. <laughs> I'll say it.
0: Wow. Um I, d- be- I wasn't I didn't do it.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying you did. It. I'm saying the patriarchy did it. Yeah. Listen. If women were responsible for designing every single dress that ever existed, there'd be pockets in every single dress.
0: Why do you ever? Do you know that? Do you know that women's clothes have the buttons on the different side than men's clothes?
1: Yes, I did. Isn't that weird? I read once.
0: I know why. It, I know why it is. This is definitely the patriarchy.
1: <laughs> and I can't it's, remember which it's way. It's because but, yeah. It's
0: because men would be dressed by women. Yes. So they so women would dress themselves, and men would get dressed by women. So to ha- always have the buttons on the same side for the person putting them on to people, <laughs> they flipped them for when they're putting them on a man. It's very strange. It's one of the weirdest things in all of history, and that it's still true. It's so weird.
1: <laughs> but I think I mean I can see it still being true because if I had to start putting buttons on the opposite way, I would be confused and I wouldn't like it.
0: Yeah, but like this is but this is like from. This is from so long ago. Like, this isn't really a... Th- like, I mean, I guess there are people who probably still have other people put their clothes on them. <laughs> but uh, that's like... I don't know. I don't can't even imagine last time that was like a commonplace. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. You'd think after, over the last 50 years they would have phased out putting buttons on the opposite side.
1: I I feel like though... I mean, yes, in the last 50 years. But I feel like it, people have got, been get, getting dressed by other people... More recently than you think. I don't know. Like, if I'm thinking of Downton Abbey, Abbey time period, mm-hmm. their butlers definitely were dressing them.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. Um, I, had, I had a sweatshirt that the, the zipper was on the other side, of, and it was definitely a men's sweatshirt. So it's actually not that bad. Anyways, back to dresses and rompers.
1: Um, anyways, <laughs> let's talk about rompers. Rompers are a genius. Whoever invented them, I love you. You're the best. Um, rompers are all of the best parts about dresses. Everything I just said. Mm-hmm. but with none of the negatives. So dresses. Let's go over some negatives. The wind can blow them up. When the sub- when the train is coming, sometimes my skirt goes up and I have to either hold it down or hope for the best. Also one of the reasons I always wear shorts under my dresses. But they um, they also like so they can be blown up. They can they can get like all like messed around. They can get a little staticky.
0: Okay, well, let's can I can, can I back up so address yes. just to be clear on what address is. I think most people know, but let's just define this. Uh it's like well no, I'm honestly a part of this I need I need to know this. But this is okay. address is both address is like a, it has to be like a full body thing, right? Like it's a top and a bottom combined. Yes. Um but address, you can a you mm, have go ahead.
1: Yes. So a dress is all connected. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. However, I think the bottom of the dress could still be referred to as the skirt of the dress. Yes. But Uh, yeah, a skirt is separate from a top.
0: Right. A skirt would be something that needs a second half or whatever. Whatever the word Um, needs means.
1: (laughs) And I actually have a few skirts, but I don't wear them at Lofton because a dress is great, partly because it's the entire outfit all in one. You don't have to think about matching. If you have a skirt, you have to like... Ugh, is a top that I wear with it clean? Does this top <laughs> match? Ugh. Okay. And so, a dress so na- is just all of the work in one.
0: Got it. I already another outfit. Now you we want to talk about dresses and rompers. And now now to s- segue into this romper thing, or not that we haven't already been talking about rompers, but the diff is would you say that a romper is like a type of dress, or it's like a dress that like. Uh, is pants instead of a skirt (laughs) or like how would you
1: um I would say that they are not a type of dress although you could buy them in the dress section I'd say they're different they also have lots of different names so like some people call them culottes some people call them rompers you can call them jumpsuits if they're longer so like a romper to me is it it is a top and like loose shorts on the bottom but all connected a jumpsuit has longer legs. Pant, um, like pants versus like shorts. Pants, yeah. Um,
0: now, I, 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 I don't want this all to sound misguided because not that I'm being silly about this, but it's actually kind of interesting now that I think about it because rompers are just are the same thing as dresses except the bottom, instead of being a skirt, is shorts. <laughs> yes. And I'm now finding, I'm now like, I've never really put that together before right now.
1: (laughs) I've been getting a lot of emails from clothing companies of of like dresses and jumpsuits or dresses and rompers. So they're very similar. Mm -hmm. In fact, sometimes you'll be wearing a romper and people will be like, oh, cute dress. And I'll be like, it's a romper because they can look very similar.
0: Yeah. I, I think if you're like just standing there, they can look really similar. If like the short part is like. Still is like together, and you can't tell that it's like not a skirt, and you're still. Mm-hmm. You, it still looks like leg holes, <laughs> whatever pant legs. That's what is probably what I should have said.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well,
0: what do you think that what What is that part called on a romper?
1: The shorts part. The shorts part. Okay. <laughs> Again, I'm not a designer. Clothing designers might have something, have a different opinion, but to me, I it, it, call it the shorts part. Okay. Um, but rompers are all the best parts of a dresses. In and in none of the negatives of dresses, which again, the negatives are it blowing up. And the people can, it's easier to see underneath them. And you don't want that. No one wants that. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a dress, one of the best parts about a dress is that it's generally more comfortable. So it's not as tight, um, but it still looks nice. But with a romper, so when you wear shorts, that has to be tight at the waist. And so shorts are never as comfortable as a dress. But hmm. they're a little more covering, so, you, so you're so you more comfortable that way. But in a romper, you get the comfortableness of a dress with the comfortableness of shorts combined into one whole thing. And again, you have a full outfit at the ready. Part of the reason I like dresses and rompers is the full outfit at the ready. I sometimes yes, it, get very stressed in the morning. <laughs> this sounds um, like
0: a big part of it, <laughs> is the ease. <laughs>
1: um but I'm currently trying to segue into more some more jumpsuits. I got a new one recently that's very cute. And then I have another one from Stitch Fix from last year that's very cute. And I have my eye on a few more for the school year if we go back in person. And um, I just, I just really like them. They're comfortable. I like the way they look and I'm wearing one right now.
0: And you are wearing one right now. Um, you have any thoughts on romp hymns
1: you know live your own truth they're so comfortable mm-hmm. my dear friend troy who's been on this podcast loves a good i don't i i have trouble with the name just call it a romper um but he pulls them <laughs> off well
0: <laughs> um well the big difference i mean if there's if there's a reason to be to call them the, the difference i believe a romp hymn would have a, of a fly in the front um for men's usage <laughs>
1: Um, listen, I, I understand why they're called romp hymns. I just think it could still have all those features and still be called a romper.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I, i mostly asked because it's, I, I find it all silly myself.
1: (laughs) Um, also you, you described the, the bathroom part of a romp him. I will say the worst part of a romper is when you go into a public space and you are wearing a romper and you have to like, you have to like go to the bathroom. It's much more complicated than if you're wearing a dress or shorts.
0: There's a lot of, un- uh, okay. I actually was thinking about asking about that, but I wasn't sure if there was an easy answer
1: or not. Um, I mean, listen, it depends on what you're wearing, but sometimes it's, you know, you have to plan to when you want to wear them. Mm-hmm. And if, but you know what? They're worth it. Even if they're a little harder to go to the bathroom in, they're still worth it.
0: Oh. Uh, I'm glad you love rompers and dresses so much. And I feel like I actually learned something today, which I, I don't always learn things every episode, but I definitely learned something about uh, clothing today.
1: <laughs> um,
0: Did you have anything else you need to get out?
1: No, I just love rompers.
0: There we go. Romper talk complete.
1: <laughs> Matt, I just yes. had a mini topic. Um, I think I was like basically right at 10 minutes. Um,
0: um, sort
1: of yeah. So I don't I don't know. I, I thought you were gonna like me at 10 minutes. Um, anyways, it's your turn. And you have it a mini topic turn. and I would love to know what that mini topic is, right? Now.
0: Okay. Uh, my mini topic is a place that I think I may have talked about briefly on the podcast in the past. Um, though uh, now that I get some time to just talk about it, I am going to talk about the Brooklyn Botanic Garden. Uh, I went there today.
1: I was going to (laughs) say, I think you went there today.
0: I went there today. (laughs) I saw you post about it. uh, I went, uh, the last time I went was March 7th of 2020. Uh, I remember because that's my dad's birthday. (laughs) And I remember I was there on his birthday. (laughs) Uh, And it was like, you know, the very beginning of uh, there being a problem uh, with the, the coronavirus. But things right were right around open.
1: when the uh, guy in, not Westchester, the lawyer guy got sick.
0: Mm. Uh, at any rate, they I, I was there. I'm a, I'm a member of the Brooklyn Botanic Garden. Uh. Um, it is a, I've been a member on a couple of occasions. It costs like a hundred bucks a year or something like that, which is not that bad uh, for two people. So like 50 bucks per person. Um, <clears throat> and I love the place. Uh, but it has been shut down since about the middle of March until uh i think a week ago when they started maybe the maybe the new york city's phase four opening and um this week was members only so i got a little i got to jump in there a little early uh you had to reserve tickets online ahead of time and like have like a time to go and and all that and you had to pick your entrance like ahead of time like where you were gonna enter the park
1: did you have a time limit were they like you can be there here no, for ninety minutes, or
0: there was no limit. No,
1: okay.
0: Um, and it actually was not very busy. I thought it was gonna be. I don't know how busy I thought it was gonna be, but it was like, <gasps> re, like even even normally, I don't think it's that crowded. Like even if it was a normal crowd, and if, if everyone, if, as long as people were wearing masks, I wouldn't have felt strange. But um, and they, you are required to wear a mask, and all the indoor areas are closed. Which the indoor areas are some of the coolest parts, but. Uh, what can you do <laughs> and uh, there's a couple other things closed closed still but most almost all of it was open a good chunk of it and then like some things they had like flow stuff going on like where it's like you had to walk in a certain circle and like there are certain walkways that are normally you know enter and exit but like they marked things to be either enter only or exit only for certain paths but um, it uh, yeah I don't know it's a place that I missed quite a bit because it's right near my apartment. Uh, when you're a member, you can just walk in and it's, you just flash your membership card. Although right now, because it's the tickets, you have to like have your phone scanned, but still not that bad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I would just walk in there sometimes and just check out some of the, the little terrariums they've got in there, the bonsai trees so many cool, like little labs or like, I don't know if that lab is the right word, but like ways that they're like preserving, um plants and 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 a lot of educational stuff but like you can just walk through the paths and see all the pretty flowers and uh you know i think and i guess it doesn't really matter where you live but it's it, it's especially nice maybe in the city to have a place where you can go and look at things that are nice looking <laughs> you get some nature in there
1: um what is your favorite plant there
0: my favorite plant um i don't know that i have a favorite plant um I like anything that's pink, basically. <laughs> uh, pink flowers are great. Um, which I, I don't know. Feels like a weird answer because it feels like I feel like a, a, a seven-year-old girl saying that. <laughs> but uh, pink, pink flowers. There's something like um, there's something like unnatural but still natural about them. <laughs> like they almost feel like they shouldn't exist because they're such a weird color. And you're like, how does this exist in nature? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um. But I like a lot of the, I like a lot of the roses. They've got like a big rose garden thing. And any of the pink, pink and orange. Ooh, I like orange roses. That's another really good color for a flower to be.
1: Okay, uh, I have a question. To go back to Animal Crossing for a second. Yes. Did you look at the flower situation differently? Knowing your botanist nature in Animal Crossing. Were you like, what did they breed to get this orange? rose? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, one one funny thing. So in Animal Crossing, there's like the four types of bushes. There's... um. Uh, uh, uh azaleas hydrangeas holly bushes and there's a fourth one that i'm f- blanking that on about tea oh yeah the tea maybe it's the tea uh plant or whatever yeah yeah tea, tea flower um that bloom in di- different seasons in in animal crossing so when it's the summer only one kind of plant flowers and when it's the winter only another kind of uh uh bush flowers and i saw azaleas in botanic garden which are not in season of animal crossing and they're also not in season at the botanic garden <laughs> so i saw them like unflowered and i was like look azaleas no flowers just like animal crossing <laughs> um so yes that was i i i did notice that <laughs> um and also i guess i i think i maybe didn't really know what lilies look like in the wild <laughs> or i didn't i never really thought about it but now that lilies are in animal crossing and then i was like seeing lilies in the park and i was like oh a lily they look so Different from Animal Crossing.
1: (laughs) Do you know lilies are bad for cats?
0: I did not know that. Yeah. Um, I heard Mm -hmm. poinsettias are bad for dogs. I believe that's something. (laughs) Yeah. Red red leaf things.
1: I think that's true. I I mean, I don't know if that's true, but I think even if it... I I believe you that it's true. A dog is less likely to climb up onto a table and eat them. where a cat could easily get to the lilies.
0: Hmm um let's see uh i like going in there i like to go to the botanic garden in different seasons because you do see different um things which is maybe something that i accept about animal crossing different seasons is uh i've i've been going to the botanic garden for a few years now and um i think it's neat just to go different times of the year and see what they have um it used to be nice to go in the winter and go to the terrariums because those are all like like they're walk-in terrariums like they're these giant greenhouses that are there's, like, a tropical one, and, uh, um, like, it was, it was rainforest, desert, and temperate. <laughs> and you go in, and it's it's pretty cool. I, I, I'm a big fan of the desert one. Um, I like the different cactus they have there. That's that's always fun.
1: Um, Is it, like, the Sonoran Desert or the Saharan Desert?
0: I mean, I guess it's just anything that...
1: It's would, classified I mean, as desert.
0: Or anything that would grow in a dry environment i because I, like their stuff is pretty mixed up so i mean because it's like so well curated like they don't have to worry about like invasive species i don't think or any of that, that kind of stuff so That's they true, can yeah. just sort of put everything in there um and there's usually just like one of everything unless like something you know you need a bunch of one thing but there's usually just like one plant or two plants of everything and then you walk around in a little circle and you get to experience the whole like little ecosystem they would those kinds of things would be in uh no no animals of course but i was gonna um, ask
1: if there were any bugs or anything like butterflies or
0: um i mean when so there's the so the outside areas are full of wildlife uh, that makes sense tons of like honeybees and butterflies and moths um and normally i wouldn't talk about this but i saw it today i saw three hawks fighting over a pigeon that they killed like right in front of me (laughs) it was crazy
1: did you take a picture
0: i did i took some pictures of the hawks yeah i don't know if they came out that well <laughs> okay uh, but they were like i've never i don't think i've ever been that close to a hawk except maybe in like a zoo or something yeah and let alone three like full-size hawks were like 15 feet away from me mm-hmm. in a tree <laughs> it was crazy everyone stopped to look at them
1: <laughs> um so i just want to give you a quick shout out um because i've never been to the brooklyn botanical garden but earlier in the year, when we went online learning, I made a video about flowers for my students and I said to all my friends, hey, if you guys have pictures of flowers, send them to me so I can put this in this video. Matt, from his March 7th visit to the Brooklyn Botanical Garden, sent me a bunch of pictures.
0: Yeah, it was probably like two days later you asked about no. those flowers and I was like, oh, well, I just took a bunch. So here you go.
1: <laughs> really spiced up my uh, uh, flower video
0: yeah i think the uh i sent you some pink ones i believe those were from one of the terrarium areas i think they were from maybe the rainforesty one or something but they were from one of those indoor areas um i i'm, I'm a little running short on time so i will uh i gotta jump around some things so um they are all, uh, the uh, the botanic garden is somewhat famous for its uh cherry blossoms that it'll have which was something that I just barely missed on because of social distancing. And it made me very sad because I do like the cherry blossoms. It's very cool. They have a little festival.
1: You missed it on animal crossing too.
0: I did miss animal crossing. Although I do not regret. I that's okay. (laughs) Um, I much prefer the, the, the IRL nature. (laughs) Um, but, uh, Yeah, it's this huge thing because they've got this whole field just full of cherry blossoms, like, all set up in rows and things like that. Um, It's very, very cool. Uh, See, they have a rose garden. Very cool. Uh, They have a tea garden, um, like a Japanese uh, tea garden with, like, a big pond and a little house. They don't sell tea in it, unfortunately. (laughs) I
1: was just going to say, one, we got to buy some Brooklyn Botanical Tea. Two, next time you go. Go to the tea bushes. Steal a bunch of leaves. We'll figure out mm-hmm. how to dry them and we're going to make our own tea. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anyone.
0: I won't tell anyone. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, but that place is, it's very very serene. Oh, and this is where I was going to get uh, back to Harry Potter. I, I, I briefly had forgotten I was going to do this. So as I was walking around today, um, and it, I was there for about two hours and I still didn't, I didn't do any of the indoor stuff and I skipped some of the outdoor stuff because I just, it was so hot. I went at like 11, 30 and I stayed till like 1 30 or something. And I was just so hot <laughs> sun beating down. But, um, I, as I was walking around, I was reminded of something that I want to do more of. And I am a member, so I can go basically whenever I want. I just have to, you know, book online or whatever. But, uh, I saw somebody on one of the pathways reading and I was like, this is what I have to do. I have to come back here with my Harry Potter book and I need to read in the botanic gardens, <laughs> uh because that'll that will really soothe the soul
1: (laughs) i will say as you were talking about the botanical gardens one of my questions i was going to ask was is this a place you can go read um because it sounds like a lovely place yes
0: it's 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 yeah and even today like the fact that it's reopened and all that like i thought it was going to be busy because you know um it had been a long shutdown and all that stuff or you know it had been closed for a long time it wasn't that busy and I was like I could totally come here and just find a spot and read mm-hmm. um, and I definitely want to do that we'll see how quickly I can make that happen
1: <laughs> um, do they have people there to answer questions if I'm like what is this rose tell me about this rose do they have like docents
0: uh, normally there are people doing presentations and things that seems to not really be happening right now that makes um, sense
1: but it's
0: something that would generally offer. You can, they also have tours and things, but I, again, I don't think those are happening right now.
1: Yes. Again, Um, that makes sense.
0: But if you're just walking around, everything is labeled. So if you wanted to know what a thing is, it has like a little plaque below it, um, of it's like scientific name and its real name. And maybe some other facts, depending on what, depending on how interesting the thing you're looking at is. (laughs) Um, and uh, I will say another really cool thing that I don't always do, but um, it, people might not be aware of this, but you can, I, I use Google Lens for this, which is an app by Google, obviously. Uh, and there are other companies that do the same thing, I think. But Google Lens lets you take pictures of the flowers, and it will like immediately identify what they are to you. <laughs> um, so if like there's something I didn't know what it was, I could just open up Google, the Google Lens and take a picture of it. And all of a sudden, I, now I know what it is. That's cool. Which, re- which reminds me, I'm a little going a little over time, but I feel like this might be a fact that you will find worth it. I saw a buckeye tree there, <laughs> and I didn't really know what it was at first, but I used Google Lens, and it was like, I think it was like a red buckeye or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a buckeye tree. And I almost texted you in the moment, but then I thought, why don't I just make this my topic on the podcast?
1: <laughs> um, did you see any Buckeye seeds around it? Or nuts? They're, not, they're nuts. They were
0: on the tree still. They were still
1: on the tree? So you yeah. saw them in there. Were they like spiky and round?
0: Um, spiky and round. They kind of looked like, I guess, they, they looked like rough to me. Yeah. And they when, looked like little tiny pears.
1: Yeah. So that's the outside. And then they fall to the ground. And like that stuff goes away. And then the Buckeye is left. Like what you think of as the buckeye, and it is called that because it looks like a buck's eye, like a deer's eye,
0: Mm -hmm. a male deer. Yeah, not a doe.
1: Yeah, which is um why they're called buckeyes, Mm -hmm. and why you didn't see what I mean? I don't know what you traditionally think of as a buckeye.
0: I I didn't know. I had no idea what I was going to look at. Like I knew you knew what they were. (laughs) I literally was looking at it, and I. I think the presumption was that it was some sort of pear tree and I was like um, I don't know. Those are those are those are kind of weird to be whatever. And then I used Google Lens, although yeah. Yeah. in a funny way, then I found the plaque later and it said like what it was underneath it. <laughs> but I, I yeah.
1: Yeah, I know exactly the pear-shapedy thing you're talking about. I've seen them many a time. Um
0: I don't I also don't know when a buckeye like you know, seeds like it might be I don't know if it's like a fall fla- fall seed or something so this would still be pretty early on, and it's...
1: Yeah, I think the they thing. fall off around then, around the fall. But I'm not 100% certain on that.
0: I don't know. But yeah. you do have We're,
1: experience with a buckeye. Yeah. Because I once bought you an Anthony Thomas one.
0: That is true. Um, <laughs> I This is my first experience with a live, in-person buckeye tree that I was aware of.
1: <laughs> um,
0: Although i so probably walked by this tree before because it's in the Botanic Garden, and, and it's in a pretty um frequently passed by area
1: um so i know that your topic is um going slightly over time at least mm. that's from what you said not that i know but it i want to say that i'm trying to have my own botanical garden full of succulents but i've already half killed one of them
0: they are succulents they don't need much care <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i think i don't know maybe i put too wa- much water on one of them
0: mm. that'll do it
1: but it was just the one time
0: <laughs> it only takes one they'll um, be in my
1: picture I've I decided okay <laughs> that's all that that was my wrap up on the Brooklyn Botanical Garden and my succulents
0: there we go I, I'm good too I went over but I feel like we we, we went on a little tangent there so it's okay <laughs> um, uh, it's a great place visit it if you can Emily I should take you some time we can get in for free <laughs> I actually think it's pay what you want right now anyways um, because of the limitations i like looked on this thing it was like yeah. just donate donation whatever you want to pay is like the acceptable thing although again i don't have to be a scumbag and pay nothing i okay
1: <laughs> so you're not a scumbag if you don't pay nothing i have gone to the met and i've paid less than the suggested price because of how much time i was going to spend there
0: fine fine
1: you're not a scumbag
0: all right i mean i know i'm not a scumbag i'm a member <laughs> um at any rate I could take you anyways and you you don't have to not pay at all because you don't have to not pay in a way that you have to defend. (laughs) Um, all right. We're good on Botanic Garden. I'm good on Botanic Garden. You're good on Botanic Garden, right? Yep. Um, I believe maybe we have some corrections. I don't know if you want. Oh yeah, we
1: do. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Pull those up.
1: So we got a correction from Katie Abate Lewin from the episode of Procrastination. So she says, hello there, tbd I'm back on the TBD grind and as always, quite behind. I'm currently listening to the procrastination episode and I need to disagree with Matt's <laughs> claim that everyone is a procrastinator. I think that it is probably true that most people are, but I am vehemently anti-procrastinator. Even if I don't do something immediately, when I think about it, I schedule a day to complete it, which I don't see as procrastinating, just as giving myself a way to finish it with more reliability and reasonability, since if I'm not doing it immediately, it means I'm doing something else that requires my attention. And if something is written in my planner or on my calendar or on my to-do list, it has to be completed when I say I will complete it. I am aware that this is indicative of other problems, like control issues. Um, I, co- yeah.
0: Oh, if you're, if you're, if is that all she has to say about procrastination?
1: Uh, she has a little bit more.
0: Okay, go ahead. You finish her procrastination thing, then I have, something, I have something to say.
1: In college, I would finish papers at least a week before they were due. And now at work, I plan a <laughs> schedule for report writing that has them finished well before they are due, grade homework and assignments the day they are due, and make sure that my lesson plans and materials are done and created at least a week before, though usually more. I have seven planners and calendars, <laughs> both physical and digital, all of which I use with regularity. Again, I realize this brings up a whole host of other issues in my psyche, but I wanted to speak out for the minority of anti-procrastinators out there. I also feel like people who are more creative procrastinate more, hence the two of you, as well as my husband, which can drive me literally crazy. That is all. Before you say your thing, I want to I add on to this. One, I need her to make my plans for writing reports. Um, and two, she also, and I know she does this, she puts on her to-do list watching TV shows. She'll put like Tuesday, watch okay. The Crown.
0: So now this is, this, is, this is important that you say that because what I was going to say is procrastination is not limited to important things, which the first whole, before you brought up the TV thing, everything else was like important stuff, like work things, life things, whatnot. But, but things that you do for leisure can also be things that you're procrastinating. I'm procrastinating finishing the watch or watching the most recent season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's not important, uh, but I'm still I can still admit that I'm procrastinating such a such an act, and all that is to say, the procrastination episode of this podcast came out on May twenty first. So, Katie, I'm sorry, but you are procrastinating listening to this podcast.
1: Okay, I'm going to step Therefore,
0: in. Oh. You have procrastinated something.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, I'm going to step in a little bit. Uh, one, when I read this email, I literally laughed out loud and responded to her that. There's a lot to unpack. And as she is one of my dearest and bestest friends, I just want to say, Katie, you're crazy. Um, but also I've seen your to-do list and I've seen your work. And it's very organized and it's something I could learn from. But um, she, what she does is she downloads a bunch of podcasts at a time. So, like, she'll download, like, ten of ours and then ten of another podcast that she listens to. And she's also listening to all the Harry Potter books on audio tape. And she goes through all of those... And then when she finishes all of them, then she does it again and like mm-hmm. downloads the next however many episodes of each one.
0: Listen, that's fine. I'm just saying she's a little behind on the podcast and that whether it's not important how far behind you are on this podcast. I'm not even I'm not like mad. I'm not scolding. I'm not anything. All I'm simply saying is that is a form of procrastinating. <laughs> and um, I look forward to her hearing this in eight weeks when she listens to it.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, Katie, when you hear this, uh, send a follow up. Um. I'm on your side here. You're so the I'm most not, organized person I know.
0: I'm not, not on her side, but I do have to point out that there is one inconsistency here. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that is it for the Carly's Correction Corner this week, <laughs> I think. I haven't called it that in a while. Um, do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Um, no.
0: Well, There we go. Me neither. Uh, I'm not going to bother with any of that uh unless you want to check out my youtube channel i was
1: gonna say check out matt's youtube channel
0: yeah i mean you can do it there's nothing new new on there but go ahead and check it out anyways <laughs> um all right that's it that's it for the podcast
1: that's it for the podcast okay.
0: All right, well, be sure that you are subscribed to us on whatever platform you listen to podcasts, so that way these these get sent right to you. And if you're someone who downloads 10 podcasts all at once, guess what? I've got news for you. If you get one of these apps, the apps will automatically download the podcasts as they come out. <laughs> um, and not that I don't appreciate a huge boost in the stats every few weeks when Katie does her downloads. <laughs> but... Um, uh, yeah, make sure you're subscribed. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TBD Podcast, all spelled out. Um, that's a, that's enough, I think. Uh, thank you for listening. I've been Matt Armando.
1: I've been Emily Riggins.
0: And this has been TBD
1: with Matt and Emily.